What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS, America's productivity partner. Each episode, we are going to explore some of the biggest threats and challenges in today's business world and the vast amount of solutions GBS offers to meet them. Welcome back to part two of our healthcare episode featuring our industry experts, Vince Ingalls and Pat Diana. Covered a lot of ground in part one, including the current trends in the healthcare industry, patient engagement, and specific solutions that GBS offers to help providers achieve a positive return on their investments. So if you haven't listened to that part of the podcast yet, I would encourage you to go back and do so before you jump into part two here. And now let's pick up our discussion with Pat and Vince with a question on caring for the chronically ill. How do we help those folks, the providers that we service, care for chronically ill or our, you know, aging populations? Are there tools that we have in place that can kind of help them with those populations as well? Yeah, there are tools. And again, it goes almost back to what we had mentioned earlier with Mm -hmm. our silver bullets. But this is a growing segment of the care episode, the comprehensive care episode with chronically ill patients. Naturally, you typically see your patient population of the elderly is in that spectrum. Mm -hmm. And with our baby boomers getting to that elderly stage, I think that chronic care is only going to increase as far as not only the number of patients, but how we address them and and how well we're addressing that. So again, how do I find out, as I mentioned earlier in, in, in the podcast here, how do I find out the patient population, my cohort of patients that are diabetic, mm-hmm. that haven't had a foot exam, that haven't been seen in 90 days, that had a hospital admission and an ER visit, now, how do I find that population? And so the POP Health tool will do that so that I can provide them proactive care. Right. Uh, another piece, too, just to add on to that, we talk about the chronically ill. GBS has our own chronic care management solution that is in, in integrated into NextGen. And so there's things that you could do with the chronically ill. You have to have, if, if for this one particular incentivized program, you have to have at least two chronic conditions, and they have to be the life-threatening or last for more than a year. Mm-hmm. If you do so, you qualify for this program. It's a chronic care program. You qualify for a program, and you can participate in it, and your provider can provide you that care. But the beautiful piece of that is, again, it's proactive care. It's not face-to-face, though. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm spending, I believe it's like 20 minutes a month with you, I could bill for those services. And it can be anyone in the practice. I can be contacting the patient on a weekly basis just to see how their BP is or, 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 or any, any other settings. I could actually contact them for meals on wheels or make mm-hmm. sure that they're showing up for their next appointment or see if I can help them with transportation. Those are things that we're helping the clients achieve with the chronically ill patient population. I think, you know, you mentioned population health a few times here. Just the other thing I want to just bring up real quick, you know, with the, the NextGen solution, they keep on upgrading that. We talked about that earlier. Now the providers inside of NextGen, when, when you as a patient, Rich, can walk into a, a room and I open up NextGen, I could actually see your risk score. I can go there and look at your risk score now because of our pop, the population health tool. Hmm. It pulls back and collects all this data, everything from your history back in the past. And to almost, really, it is to the point of where now we could tell you what your percentage is, a uh, risk of a heart attack or a stroke or anything, you know, because taking in all those factors. And, and the population health tool that they have is actually agnostic, so it's not just NextGen only. You could use it in any EHR, um, although NextGen, you know, they bought out this company that they're utilizing uh-huh. called Eagle Dream, uh-huh. but um, it is agnostic, so any HR could use it. So some wow. cool stuff. 
That's amazing. Awesome. All right. So I think another kind of challenge and worth mentioning uh, that, that providers face is declining reimbursements or narrowing provider networks. I know just a little bit or just enough about RCM, I guess, to be dangerous, but I know that claim denials are a problem for practices and uh, insurance not paying or patients not paying is a challenge for providers. So how do we help providers and our clients address that? It, it is a challenge, and I think it's only going to grow, mm. unf- unfortunately, but, mm. but I, I see it growing. <clears throat> With the declining reimbursements and the narrowing of the provider networks, we offer, GBS offers a full complement RCM solution to our clients, RCM being revenue cycle management, basically mm-hmm. billing system. I segregate us from our competition because there's a lot of vendors out there, and I'll say vendors, that provide billing services. You know, they'll enter charges, they scrub some claims, they post payments, and they collect monies. I think we go above and beyond that with our RCM services, and, and we do a lot more from a consultive perspective and with some of the tools that are built into our solutions so that we have methodologies and process procedure wrapped around it. One of the tools I could talk about quickly is we have a rules engine. We call it APB. Mm -hmm. And it will scrub a charge before it ever hits a claim so that we know. And the rules are set up either by industry, by specialty, and or the practice. And Mm -hmm. the rule could be all the way down to a provider and a CPT code. So you talked earlier, Rich, about denials greatly reducing denials and getting paid on the first submission of that claim. And that's huge. Mm. How quickly are we gaining our revenue back? Right. Absolutely. So we want that first submission of a claim to be paid. Uh, There's other things we do within the RCM uh, umbrella or business segment with metrics collection, studying trends, and, and like I said, consultative services. So we can help our clients in several different fashions increase their revenue stream and we'll help them negotiate contracts with their payers or mm, at least provide okay. them information mm-hmm. that makes them much more educated when dealing with the payers so that they can negotiate better rates. Awesome. Okay. So, Vince, I'm going to turn to you here for a second. And I know we discussed, again, in your previous podcast, we talked about cybersecurity. But if you would, just kind of let's revisit for a second. Touch upon how uh, we can help our clients ensure, really ensure that their, their data is is safe i mean how can we do that and how can we do that <laughs> well there are ways to i can't i don't know that i could say 100 percent eliminate it but there are definitely ways right. to reduce it um but you're always at the mercy of the people that are using your computer in your organization uh um, yes now yes. we actually have been doing a lot more research and building some new solutions. So you know we've talked about hosting in the past and whatnot, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we've got some new things now that are in our toolset that are actually helping prevent from people getting hit with like a ransomware. I know that's a huge word that everybody hears about right now is ransomware, but we we do have the ability to uh, actually prevent that from happening or segregate a lot of the data outside of their building. So. Whether it's the keeping the database separate from all of the securities, the users, the emails, the them going out to the internet, but keeping your PHI completely separate to where it can't be touched. Mm. Um, so we've got, but I'm not going to give the secret sauce all the way out. <laughs> no. <laughs> so so I'm not going to go down that path. But um, additionally, is obviously, you know, if you want to, you can put stuff out into another data center off of your building. We have the what I talked about earlier, the the security risk assessments, the 
HIPAA assessments, the high trust um, regulations that we're, we're dealing with and working through. So a lot of that helps. But again, I think probably even the most important thing to do is educate all of the staff at, at a at a uh, building or any business and you know we're talking healthcare right now but any business and we've actually got some new solutions now that we are getting ready to release to our uh, client base as well to where it's going to go out and educate them it's going to go and give them tests to the point where we're going to fake like we're doing certain things inside of all of these medical practices to see who's actually going to fail and bite on oh, it bite on it yeah. exactly so that that's getting released here wow. um early or er, very early next year that's awesome so um, that, that'll be something else, but that'll be educating people. So, you know, we're, we're covering it from the antivirus, the security perspective, monitoring firewalls, monitoring routers, backing up their data is, the, again, another one of the most important things. That way, if they do get hit with something, then we can restore it. I mean, there's this layer after layer after layer after layer that you mm-hmm. have to do. It's a lot of folks that are out there, especially the small provider, the small practice, they're thinking, oh, we got a backup of our data. We're, we're going to be good. We're good. Not necessarily, because now some of those new uh, attacks are not only hitting their data on their PCs, they're hitting all of their databases, they're hitting their files and folders, their Excel documents, but now it's it's also hitting their backups. So it's trying mm-hmm. to attack their backups. So just that little backup that you have there at your building now is not necessarily gonna protect you anymore. Amazing, I'm glad you got all that straight because that is just <laughs> amazingly complex. There's <laughs> there's a lot to it. Yeah, true. that's yeah. fantastic though. Thank you. So kind of talking about data and, and kind of the issue or the big data and the the, the way that data is used or uh, kind of used, I guess, today. How do we help our, our customers and our clients overcome the, I guess, the difficulty or the challenges with with data, with big data, with managing those things outside of, I guess, Vince, which you just mentioned and dealing with, you know, backups and, and security. Is there do is there something that we can do or do, are there solutions that we offer? Yeah, I mean, from a big data perspective, you know, it's it's understanding what you want to leverage. I mean, we obviously have a lot of uh, tool sets. We have things from a reporting perspective. You know, again, going back to that population health, that's really a big data solution, trying to close those gaps in care and things like that. So the... I think that the industry, the healthcare industry, from a big data perspective, still hasn't progressed as far as it should. So if you look mm-hmm. at, like, for example, banks, banks can transfer from one data from one bank to another bank. You could transfer whatever. You could do a, you know, send money. I could send money to your account tomorrow mm-hmm. if I had your account number, and they would be able to, you know, do all that. With a healthcare, you still can't do that. It's like a patient goes into a, a medical office that's across the country in California, and they can't see all of the data that your primary provider has back here in Ohio. All right. Your primary provider here would have to forward all this information over an electronic file or fax it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the industry is still behind from that perspective, but they're finally starting, I think, to, to gain um, some traction on that with some of the new tool sets coming out. But I think that, um, and I know this isn't probably a great answer, but I think that everybody has to come together and, and build that still that solution that everything is shared but i think also the providers are share, uh, scared about sharing some of that data not yeah. not because of you know the pa- it's the patient information and you know yeah. sharing what they do so well with somebody else that's their competition too so right um anyways that's right. what i've got from a big data perspective no that's good it's yeah not, I, I, I think to add just a little bit on that as vince alluded to we've been talking hies health information exchange for 10, 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. And we're still not there today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're progressing, but we're progressing at a, at, a, at a slow pace. 
that's truly where we would get that full spectrum, that comprehensive look at Pat or Vince's health record. Today, mm-hmm. we're getting bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but we, we learn to deal with those bits and pieces. And, and again, I think that we talked pop health on several of these questions, Rich, but I think the pop health solution lends lends to that. So no matter what data I have at my fingertips, what do I do with it and how do I do what, what I need to with it? Yeah, and and the point. pop health solution will help fill those gaps of care in. So we talked earlier about that diabetic patient population. If that's my focus, I'm a de- diabetic, I'm an internal medicine provider, that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. How do I reach out to these patients that are in a certain spectrum of care where, again, they're missing these appointments, they don't have these tests. I haven't seen them in 90 days and I typically see my diabetics every 30. Mm -hmm. How am I extending Mm -hmm. that reach? Pop Health with big data is going to assist in in providing that more proactive care. That's a great point. It's not only having the data, but utilizing it and what are you doing with it? What do I do with it? Yeah, that's great, that's great. Okay, so Kind of to, to wrap up our discussion, and I appreciate it, guys. This has been fantastic. Um, what, what would you say, and Pat, I'll start with you, um, separates GBS from our competition, and why do healthcare organizations kind of select us as their, their vendor of choice? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take the first stab at that, and Vince, yeah. you jump in whenever you think you need to. <laughs> Ever since I joined GBS back in 2004, I think we took great pride in saying that we're a value-added reseller and a partner of our clients. Mm-hmm. We're not a vendor. If you're looking, I say this all the time when I go in and visit clients, if you're looking for a vendor, then we're not it. Mm. You're looking for a partner we're at. We're in for the long haul. We want to help you achieve your business goals and objectives. We want to help you with your pain points. So I think that's, in, in a nutshell, sets us apart. That's great. But I also look at our tenure. We feel as though we're a family here at GBS. We're employee-owned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, our annual revenues are through the roof with zero debt. That's that's enormous. Those are huge things to to look at as looking for that partner, not partner. that vendor. Yep. Our client relationships are, are are just phenomenal. All of our scores that we get back, they're they're mm-hmm. just through the roof. And partnerships, you know, we can't be the jack of all trades. Right. There's just no way. Right. We're good at certain things. And the things that we're not good at or the things that just aren't in our core competency, we partner with mm-hmm. somebody that is. And so I say we can't be the jack of all trades, but we sure can partner with Jack. Right. <laughs> That's so, right. Um, That's our great. industry knowledge and naturally our years of service in the healthcare industry, yeah. I think, set us apart. That's great. Yeah, no, I... Obviously, you hit a lot of points there, uh, Pat, but I, I think, it, and we hit on this on previous podcasts too, is uh, B, GBS being so diverse as well. So we've got any solution for any medical practice, any hospital, we've got everything from soup to nuts, um, yeah. whether yeah. it's the EHR to the IT to paper to, you know, I'm not going to get into all that again, but we've got everything that's been there. And then um, obviously, like as, as Pat had said, our tenure, you know, just in our support side, it's like 12 years average uh, is our average tenure, just for mm-hmm. the people that's been there in support. We've got a lot of people that's been in our support area for 30 plus years. And so they've been there, done that. And that's yeah. the one thing I get from clients all the time is we love your support. We get fantastic support, very responsive. They fix it on the first time, you know, things like that. So I think other than that, everything that Pat hit on was definitely, you know, spot on. So that's great. I, I do have one last thing to Absolutely. add to that. You know, we, 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 we made jokes about this in the past, but you know, Staples has that 
what is it, the easy button? The well, easy the, button. The really red right. button. We said every one of our clients should have a GBS button. And it sounds corny, but we'd love for you to come to us first for any of your health care and, as Vince alluded to, diverse needs. There's no doubt that if you have, whether you're in the acute or ambulatory space, we probably have a solution for you. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, one of our partners do, and we have a way to direct you to that solution. So I want everyone to have that GBS button. Call us Very first. Very well said. <laughs> Call us first. If we can't help, <laughs> we'll find you someone that can. And I think on top of that, though, too, uh, we invest a lot. So not only do we invest in our partnerships that we have with people, but we also invest in solutions at GBS, and we're always continuing to expand and grow. You know, we'll go out and look at maybe potential acquisitions or, you know, become a reseller of another product that we feel is going to meet the industry needs. And I think we always strive to do that and we never stop doing that, which makes us a huge difference maker, I think. And keeps us relevant and keeps our solutions relevant. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a great takeaway partnership. I think that's a great takeaway from this from this show is like you said, Pat, you said it perfectly. If you're looking for a vendor, we're not we're not it. But if you're looking for a partner, we're definitely it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Guys, thanks again. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, very informational. Always learn a ton when I talk to you guys, and I'm sure our listeners will too. So Thanks, Rich. Thanks Thank you. Again. Appreciate it. Yep. This show has been a production of GBS. For more information on the topics discussed today or the solutions offered, contact us at marketing at gbscorp.com. That's marketing at gbscorp.com. Or you can call at 800-552-2427. And lastly, check us out on the web at www.gbscorp.com. That's www.gbscorp.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes.